Hey guys, welcome to 5nothing100nothing.com. I am Fug It, and that stands for Fittest Underdog Guru with Intelligent Tactics. So today, guys, I want to talk to you, to you men out there who feel like you're not sure how you should be built. And a lot of times, you know, experience as a teacher, and when I was young, I grew up, you know, an Italian family, um, always lots of lots of simple carbohydrates, lots of pasta, lots of pizza, lots of cookies, things of that nature. And so I became this little roly poly type kid. And um, I remember if uh, kids were getting teased and, you know, I may have been one of them on occasion, like, oh, you know, he's fat and always the um, well-meaning mother uh, or family member would be like, you, you know, you'd be crying at the store picking out pants and whatever and you know like um you know you're not fat baby my sweetheart you're husky and i guess that was supposed to make you feel better or you know he's got a thicker build and things of that nature but you know you might believe him for a little while or at least it makes you feel better in the short term but the truth is you're a little fat ass and uh, you're eating too much you're not moving enough and, and of course there's exceptions to the rule where you have the the kid that's just naturally a mesomorph, meaning he's just naturally very muscular. And then you put just a little bit of fat on top of that and you look really thick and you look you know, more fat than perhaps you are. Best example of that is if you look at um, gymnasts. And when a gymnast is in shape and their body fat's lean, they're competing, et cetera, they're in good condition, they look amazing. But as soon as they um, either go in off season or they retire, you know, look at them a few years later and you're going to see that they've, um, if they put on any weight and they don't change their eating habits because their body's a furnace at the time, they can eat almost everything. And they're just trying to keep their energy up enough to, for all the, uh, grueling practices and, uh, competition. But, um, you know, when you stop competing and it happens a lot, I think with, uh, NFL players where, you know, years after they've, um, retired, a lot of them tend to become obese. I read a study on that the other day, but, um, so yeah, experience being the teacher. Um, when I was a kid, I was I was husky, husky, and uh, I you know realized as time went on, you know I, I had a love for baseball. So I um, went out for baseball my freshman year, and this was before political correctness. The coach simply told me, "You're too short, you're too fat, and you're too slow," and I got cut. It broke my heart. And, you know, we might look at that and think, you know, oh, that's, you know, a form of abuse, verbal abuse. And in a sense, I agree. Um, it's very, um, it's not very uh, polite and it's, uh, it's very hurting. It's hurtful. But I think my DNA, like for me personally, that challenged me. It pissed me off. And that next summer, I hit the weights like a madman and uh, got a lot stronger, put on a lot of muscle. And um, probably dropped a little bit of body fat, but my eating habits really hadn't changed. So after a summer and coming back to school in the fall and I kept weightlifting like crazy, um, you know, this is in the late 80s, early 90s, you know, kids were like, you know, starting rumors and, oh, you know, Jim, um, you know, is on, you know, he's in the gym all the time. You know, he's on steroids and all this other stuff. And, you know, the truth is I've never put a steroid in my body. Um, even if there was, um, financial gain to be had, um, just never did it. I just always thought that I would end up in a fitness industry or somehow coaching, um, young 
um, young men or young women. And I wanted to, if I had a, a good physique, I wanted to be able to say with a clear conscience that I did it without drugs. So you can build an amazing body without steroids and uh, your long-term health, especially as you get older, will start to mean more to you as well for any of you young guys listening. Um, and, you know, you wonder though, depending on where you're starting from. So if you're an ectomorph or you're really skinny, um, you know, you might look short and too thin where you look frail. And so for somebody like you, you'd want to put on some muscle. Um, and then if you're starting at an overweight base like myself, um, regardless of the amount of muscle mass that's under, you know, your primary concern is going to be stripping off body fat. So, you know, um, a lot of times I think I see, well, especially in the gyms is I'll see a guy who, you know, is putting on all this muscle and he's becoming as wide as he is tall. And, you know, whether he's fixated on a scale number, like I was fixated when I was a teenager, like I've got to weigh 200 pounds. A man is 200 pounds and more. I have no idea where I got that shit from, but that's what I believed. And so I approached it feverishly where I was, you know, gaining weight. I was, um, you know, when I was lifting and, and like changing like some of how my body looked shape wise, I think I started to take on uh, the look of like a power lifter or a football player where I was thick. And like in a sweatshirt or a, a t-shirt, I looked like I was a thick, strong guy. But if that shirt came off at the beach or something, I just looked like a fat guy. Like no definition. Um, I had size, but it was not quality muscle. It was uh, You didn't see any clean lines or definition. It was just thickness, right? So whenever you see somebody like that, you know, there's, there's something, it's not judgment, but it's first impressions that you leave with people. So you see, and, and really judgment or, you know, when you stereotype, it's really, if, if it's done from a place of, um, like goodwill, you're not trying to hurt anybody. What tends to happen is you just do that to compartmentalize things, to make sense of your world. So being a thicker, short guy, you know, or when I see them, the first place my mind goes, even though I know better now, is that, oh, they're, um, they must have a Napoleon complex. You know, they built all that muscle, they're thick, they kind of walk with a chip on their shoulder, not in a way that's, um, that, it, you know, exudes confidence, but in a way that shows insecurity, like they're hiding behind this, um, you know, this armor, so to speak. Uh, reminds me of a good book called Muscle, one of the first books I ever read cover to cover, and I was in my um, early 20s, which is pretty sad. I was not a good student in school. I didn't read anything. I would get try to get cliff notes or cheat through, and um, this was before Google or any way to do it online, but I would find ways to get the information so I can get through a class. But this book, Muscle, this um, there was a, a New Yorker who was on the subway, a, a frail like accountant type. And he um, witnessed a very severe beatdown um, by this thicker, muscular guy of this smaller, punier guy. And it scared him so badly that he changed the whole course of his career and his life. And he went into bodybuilding. And um, I believe it talked about his drug use in this book. It was a fascinating read. In fact, I read it three times. It was so good. And I think the reason it appealed to me particularly is it really spoke to some of the ways I felt, not to the extreme of this guy, but how I just felt like I needed to be bigger, bigger, bigger and build this suit of armor around me so I'd never feel vulnerable. And the truth is you can 
get all this muscle, get bigger, this and that. But um, coming from the world of professional wrestling, I saw a lot of guys that were just getting bigger, bigger, bigger. And they were usually the most insecure guys about their size. They um, often thought, well, am I looking small? You know, I've lost, I think I lost three, four pounds. Like they try to clean up their diet to get more definition. And they were fixated on a scale number. It might have been 200, 250, 300 pounds, whatever it is. And you got to get that shit out of your head. Um, your your weight should be appropriate to your height. So sometimes as a, a shorter guy, you know, an undersized underdog, as, as I like to call you guys, um, you know, um, when I know I'm lean and in condition, which um, getting better all the time, and I'll have my points where I'm, you know, under 10% body fat, really lean, and then times where I backed off a little bit uh, because of professional obligations or relationship things. Um, you know, I've told people my weight, and they'll be like, wow, you're like a chubby college freshman girl, you know, and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, people don't just come up to you. Um, my uh, pro wrestling trainer, Al Snow, of uh, the Attitude Era fame, he used to um, say, well, you know, Jimmy, you know, what do you want to do? Like, as far as, you know, how do you want to look? And I'd say, well, I think I should be 200 pounds. And he'd be like, well, people aren't coming up to you and grabbing you and lifting you and go, oh yeah, you're 200 pounds. They don't, that's not how the world works. It's all visual. So if you have clean aesthetic lines and you look strong, but you don't look like you're overdoing it, um, then it takes that whole Napoleon complex stigma off of you. Um, you end up looking blocky and it just, it, to me, um, from what I know, uh, speaking to many women about this is it just gives off that you live in the gym and it shows like extremist tendencies or, um, um, compulsive, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Obsessive type. And that's not attractive to anybody. You know, you should look like you take care of yourself. Uh, you should look like you eat healthy and that you're comfortable in your own skin as well. And, you know, you think about it, you know, when you see a bodybuilder, um, they could be five, five, or they could be six foot, but they tend to look shorter. You know, if you look at a little person and how they're built is they tend to hold a lot of muscle on their little frames and it makes them appear even smaller. Uh, if you look at a child of the same height that doesn't necessarily have that weight on, they appear a little bit taller. So interesting comparison. But, you know, if you think about it, think about any time you've wa watched athletics, like if you watch gymnastics or um, you look at a um, an elite swimmer, you know, they have amazing physiques, lean, muscular, clean aesthetic lines, like the body parts just match up. Everything looks really good on them. And then you come to find out, you know, oh, they're shorter than I thought they were. You know, um, that happens a lot in Hollywood. You know, you look at the Sly Stallones or any of the big name actors <clears throat> that are on the shorter side, you know, under five, nine, and you find out later, you know, they're an action, you know, uh, action adventure hero and they're, you know, ripped abs and, you know, clean, lean, strong looking arms, cut chest, etc., And they look bigger than what they actually are in height. And that's because they found the right aesthetics. Like they're not too thick. They're not um, too bulky, but they look like they can still kick some ass. And that's where you guys want to get to. You want to have the kind of body that, you know, it, you can put on a suit or wear like a polo and some khakis or whatever, whatever your style is, and look like you take care of yourself, but that you, you have a life outside of the gym. 
Um, and you know, that kind of body, but then when you go to the beach, you take off the shirt and it's like, oh yeah, that guy has it together. He's got a little six pack going on. Doesn't have to be, um, you know, ripped chiseled abs. Cause sometimes there's genetic components to that too, based on uh, hormones and where your body stores fat. <clears throat> but if you've got a flat stomach and you do jumping jacks and you don't see jiggle on your belly, or, you know, you may not have like completely fat free, um, obliques or what we call love handles, but it's like tight. Um, you're going to be physically and sexually appealing, um, to other people. So, you know, just think about that. They're lean, athletic, um, a balanced looking physique that conveys a balanced lifestyle. So wherever you're starting guys, I mean, that's, if you're a shorter guy and you're trying to find a physique that's going to get you, you know, living your best life and opening up opportunities, either in relationships, uh, dating, uh, professionally. Um, I found that when I lost a lot of body fat, cause at my highest weight, I'm, I'm like five, five and a half, five, six at my uh, highest body weight, I got up to over 220 pounds and I was thick. I look like I can go through a wall. Um, but I was noticing, you know, in, in those late teen years that, you know, girls didn't care that, you know, I could bench press 315 pounds for reps or that, you know, now my arms were X amount of inches. I don't even remember. I think it was the most 17, 18 inches, whatever it was. Um, but I just did not look healthy. I would, you know, had like, you know, big, full, thicker face and I wasn't confident because I wasn't comfortable in my own skin and I was kind of hiding behind that. And I was just figuring it out, you know, I was a young guy, um, <clears throat> but the hardest thing is when I started to lose body fat and I said, okay, I want to have, you know, a respectable looking clean physique. And, um, all of a sudden I drop under 200 pounds and that was one of my goals for so long. And I was like, you know, okay, I don't know if I, how much lower I can go. Maybe 195, 190 will be a good weight for me. And, um, I continued to lose body fat and I at some point didn't give a crap about the scale. I was like, you know what? I'm looking better. I'm feeling better. I'm getting attention from people, um, from, you know, women, um, of the, you know, uh, in the gym or at my job. But the biggest thing I found when I got in good shape and, uh, had a, a respectable physique that people could tell took time, um, both in the gym and with good dietary habits was a lot more respect. And that's something that I really couldn't, I didn't even know was going to happen until I got there. And then just noticed that people treated me differently. You know, they had more respect for you. They listened. They really listened. You weren't in the butt of jokes anymore. Um, you weren't so extreme. And, but they knew that you put in the work and you had self-respect. And that's a big one is the self-respect is when you have respect for yourself and it shows to others, you're going to get more respect from people. It's just, it's just how it is. It's just the way we're wired and that's just the world we live in. So, you know, I like to say we don't judge by, you know, height. We don't judge by weight. We don't judge by looks. But the fact of the matter is there are more opportunities for those that do take care of themselves and that do look better and are physically appealing. When I left the um, world of pro wrestling and went into the fitness industry, uh, <clears throat> I had a lot more muscle on me when I was a wrestler. 
And really, um, there was multiple reasons for that. But what I decided is when I got into the fitness industry is that I needed to have a physique that men wanted to look like and women wanted to sleep with. And I say that um, with all due respect, it's, I didn't want to sleep with the women, but I knew that I had to be appealing to the eye. And I need to look like I could lead them to their fitness goals because I have achieved a a certain level of fitness myself. So the only thing I can say is that, you know, you've got to be you. And I do know guys that are thicker and, you know, women like that. Oh, it's something I can hold on to. Or, you know, um, they like the dad bod thing. And that's fine. If that's you, wear it well, wear it with confidence. But if you're looking to make some changes and whatever you're doing isn't working, which is probably why you're watching this, um, you know, that's, for the most part, going to be the best approach or the best goals to reach is to have th that type of body, that type of look. Um, and it's something that I think is appealing to more women than not. You know, I've seen some of these YouTube channels where, you know, <clears throat> they'll go in the street and like show a guy, show women like two pictures, a guy who's like ripped, vascular, really muscular, um, almost scary jacked, and then show next to you know, an athletic looking guy who might be on the swim team or, um, you know, plays a lot of like pickup games of stuff and just goes to the gym and, you know, does his cardio, does some strength more for tone, et cetera. Um, and the guy who looks like more has a more achievable look is the guy that generally was appealing to these women and various, a lot of different videos I've seen. Um, you do have your fringe where, you know, the gym I'm at is a pretty hardcore gym. And so the guys that are jacked and, uh, um, you know, the women that like that are, are generally at that gym too and getting jacked as well. If that's you. That's great. You know, wear it well, you have to still be honest with yourself, no matter what you have to be you and don't change for anybody. But for you guys out there, that are seeking information to live a better life, to have more opportunities, to appeal to a broader base of um, people and have you know doors open for you, I can tell you full-fledged 100% um, certainty that having the type of physique I've described is going to open those doors for you. So, but at the end of the day, be you. So I hope that stuff helps you guys. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, go to 5nothing100nothing.com. And you can see uh, opportunities for merchandise coming, as well as any type of consulting you'd like to do with me. Uh, take care of yourselves, you guys. Enjoy your day.